Hello everyone and welcome back to the Seriously Wrong Podcast. This is a preview of a bonus episode up on our Patreon uh, for our Patreon community. If you give $6 a month or more, that sweet six, sign up as what we call a beautiful genius, which is someone who gives us $6 American a month. You're called the beautiful genius. Welcome. And you can listen to this whole episode, not just our 10 minute preview. So that includes discussions on the history of eating bugs, the nutrition of eating bugs. We even eat some bugs ourselves. Um, And we discuss also the conspiracy theories around eating bugs, the World Economic Forum, and the transformation from anti-globalization politics into anti-globalism politics and what that means. So it's a great episode. I hope you can join us on Patreon. If not, we'll be back soon with a brand spanking new episode, which isn't on Patreon, which is right around the corner. We just finished recording it today. So stay tuned, enjoy the preview, and please do consider signing up on Patreon because it allows us to keep making the show and put the time and effort and energy into the show that we need to make the show what it is, which is something that we're really proud of. Uh, So thanks and see you soon. Enjoy the preview. Hey, Woolard. I was just reading online about this powerful elite that I guess they're about to force us all to eat bugs as part of a secret agenda of domination. They're, they're trying to turn us into subservient drones. They're trying to take our grass away from us and force us to eat bugs. Don't be ridiculous, Bradley. The ruling elite have our best interests at heart. They want to feed us nutritious and ecologically sustainable bugs for all the right reasons. Willard, no. Have they got to you too? I mean, don't you think we could just keep eating grass but manage our ecosystems better without implementing this massive change into our diets? I love grass. You love grass. We're sheep. We all love grass. I don't want to eat bugs. It's the Bill Gates agenda. (laughs) Sweet, simple Bradley. You've been reading too much of the wrong websites. Look, I got a bowl of bugs right here. I'll just pour this out. Oh, gotta squish that one. Still alive. Willard, you're you're not gonna eat. No. Mm-mm. Actually, it's fine. No, it's fine. I don't. You a little bit dry. You don't look like you're enjoying that. You look. Well, you kind of look like you're in pain. No, I'm actually enjoying it. It's um. It's interesting. Yeah, I bet. You can't make me eat that. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I could sneak it in. Oh, you never know what allergies I have. Don't don't do that. Imagine having a roommate like that. It's actually wild. There's this book called Eating Bugs and Human Evolution that makes the case humans and proto-humans and pre-humans have been eating bugs all throughout our evolutionary trajectory. There's actually a study from 2014 that they did a five-year study of capuchin monkeys, 
and collected evidence that human brains probably evolved and grew in relationship to eating bugs because the pressure to find, dig up, and trap insects with tools created a, uh, a sort of beneficial loop in evolution where human brains evolved to better track down bugs to eat them. So our entire evolutionary trajectory has eating bugs in it. And all around the world, I mean, even today, there are, mi are millions or billions. I think I heard two billion uh, when I was reading that. There's about two. That, that rings a bell. That, that yeah. it was two. Two, two billion people where it was common. And then like even more where people like sometimes ate bugs. Our ancestors ate bugs. There's references to eating bugs in the Bible. In Leviticus, Moses defines which insects Hebrews are permitted to eat. The Quran mentioned that Muhammad ate locusts and received them as gifts from his wives. It's fascinating. <laughs> and the ancient Greeks ate bugs. There's references in ancient Greek texts to street vendors selling locusts and cicadas for food on the streets. Aristotle wrote about his preferences among which cicadas to eat. So cicadas were considered a higher class bug. So Aristotle wrote that his preference was that nymphs, like newborn cicadas, were ones that tasted best. And that he thought that male cicadas should be eaten before they mate and female cicadas should be eaten after they mate and they have all those delicious plump eggs inside them. And that's what Aristotle wrote. You know, this is a, <laughs> this, this is a, this is a canonical, you know, Western literary canon figure, Aristotle. Right. Yeah. Romans uh, ate bugs too. Roman aristocrats like to eat beetle larvae. Actually, Pliny the Elder, Pliny the Elder, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. He wrote the first ever encyclopedia or what's considered to be the sort of genesis of the modern idea of the encyclopedia. And in that book, he writes about how great and what a delicacy these grubs of this particular beetle are that are rare and hard to find in ancient Rome. I mean, when you think about um, Pumbaa from Timon and Pumbaa, whenever I think of yeah. eating grubs... <laughs> This, this is in my notes, too. This is in my notes, too. The Bugs and Lion King look good. That's number one on my list. They just, like, they're slurping them up, and they look like they're just, yeah. I mean, I know they're Timon and Pumbaa aren't humans, but it still looks good. I don't know. So, I, you know, you're like, oh, you watch that. You're like, wow, these animators are so talented. They made something unappealing, which goes against my inner nature. And they convinced me it looks good using the magic of animation. But no, not so. They're actually reminding us of this genuine inner drive towards eating bugs that despite all of the cultural reasons against it, all the cultural sort of inherited ideas of disgust and looking down on bugs that we've all received from a lifetime of living in a society that doesn't see bugs as a source of food, we still watch The Lion King and we still know that it looks delicious. And the reason why we know it looks delicious is because our ancestors, our genetic lineage, we have been eating bugs since time immemorial. It is a great source of protein and it's a shame and it's a tragedy that we don't have the opportunity to eat them more. We're at war. War with people who want to force us to eat bugs. War with people who want to force us to live in pods. At war with the people who want narrow technological fixes for ecological problems that actually require a social revolution to address. My name is Felix Bones, your spooky conductor, and welcome to Narrative Wars. Because there's a war on for your story. All right, folks, we got a lot to talk about today, but first off, off the top, our sponsor is Stop the Shrink Penis Pills. This is a pill for patriots who find that due to the machinations of the global Illuminati, one reason or another, their penis is shrinking away and might just disappear. This pill is a specifically formulated pill to stop the shrink, put that shrinking to a halt, 
and keep your penis at whatever its current size is. It cannot make the penis grow, but it can stop it from shrinking away. I have tested these products and I can confirm they work gangbusters on a shrinking penis. Stop the shrink, use the coupon code FELIXTESTED for 10% off. All right, folks. Now we all know, and we have known for some time, that they are trying to force feed us these bugs against our consent. They want us, instead of eating fat, juicy steaks from once living cattle, sheep, pigs, they want us instead to be eating the tiny, disgusting crickets, beetles, bumblebees. And I'll tell you right now, folks, you will never, ever see me eating their disgusting bugs. Never. Unless, of course, it tasted good, in which I would definitely give it a shot. And if it tasted really good, I might eat it semi-regularly. And if everyone else was eating it, especially, that might help. I probably wouldn't be the first to do it. But if everyone else was doing it and it tasted good, I might just do it in that circumstance. Or if it was used as an additive uh, in something else that I was eating. I don't pay a lot of close attention, so they very well could fit bugs in there. And I probably wouldn't notice. So I will not eat the bugs. I refuse to eat the bugs. But also, if you had a marketing campaign, just thinking now. If you had a marketing campaign that made it seem kind of cool and tough or maybe sexually desirable to eat bugs, then I'd, I would obviously consider that on a different level. Generally, if it was for sale and it was in front of me, even if the price wasn't too low, if it was salty, I could see myself munching on that as long as the flavor was right and the price isn't too high. Or if the price was really low compared to everything else and there was some compromise involved, but the price was low, I might eat it then. But I'm never going to eat these disgusting bugs. It's it's sick, and it's part of their secret plans. After the break, we have an interview with a child who went to the real heaven, and he's got a riveting story of his fight with God to the death. Stay with us. You are all- 